Welcome to another episode of Lots of a Trillionaire. It is 9.36 a.m. And, uh, I was lying. No, I'm just fine. I wasn't lying, but yesterday I was talking about how my partner is going to a writer's retreat by herself. But, turns out she's going to invite a guest. So, you know your boy coming. It's going to be at first, um, not first, but it's going to be... We haven't had a trip, you know, together in a, in a long time since before the pandemic. Of course, like m- most other people, but like probably a year or so before then. So it's been what two, three years. So it's gonna be pretty fun. Um, and hopefully we can both get a lot of work done because I've been feeling stuck on a, on a number of things, and they have they have a whole bunch of uh kind of walking trails of, over where we're going and all this stuff. So. Hopefully that will kind of jog my uh, my brain fog up a little bit. And um, we have a lot of ideas for books we want to write too. I know she has her own ones. And there's, there's this kind of world or really a whole story verse we want to create together. So maybe we can work on that. And then I have my own, you know, book idea for the future uh, positive futures thing. And I know she wanted to help with that. So this is going to be very fun trip very productive hopefully as well and uh, we'll see where it goes let y'all know on Monday uh, but other than that yesterday I um, again I had this brain fog so every time I sit sat down to write for my this design documentation I gotta do um, it's very fun like it's, it's it's a very interesting idea and I, and I believe in what they're doing and it is exciting but for some reason, I just couldn't put words to paper, you know. Um, I ended up, all, I, all I really did was, was write a little outline. And uh, that, that's something, you know. <laughs> but still, I feel so bad because I'm supposed to have uh, done this already. And, um, yeah. But, like I said, this weekend, I hope I'll be able to make more progress. Um, late last night and early this morning, I did make some more progress on it. Wrote, a, wrote at least a page. So, um, we'll see where it goes this weekend. Um, but <laughs> because I was so distracted, or rather, you know, because I was so stuck, I distracted myself with watching some interesting videos and um, reading up on some things and all that stuff. So one of the interesting videos I watched was uh, on the great channel St. Andrewism talking about authoritarianism, specifically right-wing authoritarianisms, authoritarian people, (laughs) which is uh, another another term for that is RWAs. It was very interesting, very interesting um, video. It was like an hour-long thing called... Uh, the psychology of authoritarianisms or authoritarian followers or something like that oh, no no the psychology of authoritarian followers and leaders yeah so I highly suggest going to watch that video but what I really enjoyed about it and it's and just just so you know just to make this clear this is not a left versus right type of thing because the video pointed out in and of itself that you know there are left-wing people who are 
follow along these things. And the, the channel is not a left versus right thing. The channel is more, it's closer to anarchy. <laughs> it's a more of an anarchist type of thing or communalism type of thing, you know, than anything else. So uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it apolitical, but it is, it is one of the channels that I really enjoy because it does not fall into one of these left versus right type of things. You know, because uh, that whole left versus right thing is is it's identitarianism. It's like it's not. It's just kind of useless in many aspects. But what made this video really interesting, and even though they did use right wing authoritarians or RDGAs as a as a kind of um, keystone to this argument, the reason why they use that is because, unfortunately. <laughs> A lot of right-wing people who are authoritarianisms, authoritarian, authoritarian people, you know, tend to fall into these characteristics. Furthermore, there's actually research that has been done, right, to figure out these people and to scientifically predict their behavior. So it's not just a, oh, you know, right-wing people, all this and all that. No, they like literally created tests and, and, and so on to figure out, you know, why people do the things they do, right? And just like any scientific example, it's, it's falsifiable and, it's, and it can make predictions. And that's what they did. So if you want to, you know, look more into that, I highly suggest you watch the video. But kind of the main things that I recall um, so far that really stuck with me is that, um, first of all, authoritarian people, people who appeal to authority, largely fall into two camps. Number one is the followers, the people who feel like, who are, uh, these people are, are, are largely kind of driven by fear. Right? Fear of change, fear of the unknown, fear of other people um, being different <laughs> because it kind of signifies change or anything like that. And um, they are often driven by that fear to, you know, support ideas and support kind of laws or regulations or anything that protect them, that make them feel protected. This is why you get. <laughs> and this is why it's it's it, it is kind of right wing because unfortunately in America that's what much of the white ring has the right wing has become right it sh it shouldn't necessarily be either right or left the problem is that in today's politics in America you know the right has appealed to these types of people and so that's what this you know that's that's what you're most likely to see in the right wing. It's not it's not a factor of the political beliefs per se. It's more a factor of who the politicians in in power have used, you know, to gain that power and to maintain that power. And we'll get to that, you know, shortly. But what I found really interesting was that like I said, these people are kind of driven by fear. They're driven by the need to feel protected and things like that. And, which is really unfortunate, they're not very self-aware. Furthermore, they're not very logical, right? And I know it sounds like I'm just 
and making uh, attacks against these people or anything like that. Again, when I think when I say these people, don't think about right or left, because it could be you know left leaning people too. The only reason why it is RWAs, what is right wing, once again, is because these people tend to be pandered to on the right wing. So if I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to attack anybody. <laughs> it's just it's just what has been observed, right? And what what can be predicted, what can be researched, what can be falsified, and things like that. So what what really killed me with this was that they put together you know a survey and yes surveys are biased so I don't put all you know my things into this but nonetheless surveys can especially if you build if you create them you know well enough with redundant answers and all this other stuff you can be fairly accurate with them but they built surveys to trying to measure how much people you know appeal to authorities and things like that so <laughs> what they found was that people who answer things like you know um, who agree with things, statements like, uh, if I remember, I want I want to get this right because <laughs> it's some. You can you can watch the video yourself. You know what? You, you you can watch the video yourself. But I'm gonna paraphrase. I'm probably gonna have not gonna have the exact words they said, but you can watch the video yourself. Once again, it's called um, the psychology of authoritarian um, followers and leaders by Saint Andrewism. All right, just in case I make mistakes. <laughs> but basically. People who agreed with things like, um, I think, you know, the law of the jungle should be, you know, is, is the best law, whatever. I think, you know, people who are on top deserve to be on top. You know, um, the strong wins out and things like that. You know, statements like that were, was very kind of aggressive, very domination based. You know, people who are in this RWA camp, this who have these authoritarian kind of attitudes tend to agree with these sorts of statements they tend to um not really like ideas of empathy they they tend to not really like ideas of you know um inclusion and and it's really sad and it really bothers me because personally i feel like all humans are inherently empathetic and inclusive the problem is that People are taught, right, to not be so. And not just taught by their parents, but taught by the society in which you live in, taught by their environment, right? Because when you live around people who only look like you, who only think like you, who only act like you, then you are, are, are only exposed to that sort of thing, right? That becomes your normal. And so I understand, even though it really bothers me, I understand how... And why people don't like these sorts of things, right? When you hear things about empathy or, you know, inclusion or, you know, diversity. Unfortunately, America, especially in America, is often said kind of as an attack towards these people. And of course, when people feel attacked, right, they get defensive or they attack back. And this is not an, an excuse to that behavior. This is not me saying that's okay or anything like that no i think it's 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 terrible it's dumb but i understand it right it's that's it's just unfortunate psychology and so by understanding that that allows us to understand why it's so important right to develop better cities and better communities 
more open communities, more open environments, better education, and, and this, that, and the other, right? Because when you just leave these up to the wind <laughs> or for, you know, uh, inefficient government system or, you know, uh, biased corporate, you know, organization to control, then what happens, right? You have all these terrible um, things. So to continue on, these people, a lot of these people are followers, right? They have a, a, a kind of natural submission where they feel kind of, um, like I said, fear of, of the world, where they feel like it's all going to come down soon, right? It's all going to descend into chaos and to anarchy, even though anarchy is not the same <laughs> as chaos. Um, but they, they often feel scared that at any moment, any day, any, any, any day now, right? <laughs> Everything is going to come crashing down, right? And that's why they don't personally feel like they can make a difference, right? They feel like the only thing they can do is believe in the, in the, in the authorities, right? The people who, who protect them, the cops, the government, you know, the um, whoever is in power, right? Because <laughs> they must be in power for a reason, right? They must be the, the law of the jungle. They must be the alpha, right? And, it, and it's, it's so crazy because, once again, these people are not self-aware, so if you tell them you're just being submissive or you're appealing to authority, but like, no, 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 I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, they, <laughs> right? You have, you have all these, you know, excuses of, as to why they're not being submissive. They just, you know, are, are showing due respect, right? You hear that all the time, respect, <laughs> due diligence or discipline or, you know, um, um, patriotism, you know, things like this. They use these words to try and excuse that submissive behavior furthermore the, the the worst part about this well all of that is the worst part really but the worst part about this is is that there that's one side of it right the the um right wing author, authoritarian people right the, the kind of submissive follower type the other side of that is the the social dominators is what he calls it so the social dominators are almost the exact opposite in many of these um, terms, except for in a key in a few key areas, right? So they don't really think that everything is going to come crashing down, or they don't really they're not really driven by fear. Um, they don't really you know believe in these traditional uh, values per se uh, very much. They just think that. They are the dominators, right? They think they are the chosen ones. They think they are the powerful ones. They think they deserve to be on top. And so they do what they can to gain that power. These are the type of people who are constantly looking to get into power. And so social dominators, if you put them in a Venn diagram, right? They might not be in the same camp as the as the RWAs, as the uh, right-wing followers, you know. But they can manipulate them, right? Because they understand how. They understand the the fear that they um, they see that fear that they're driven by, and they can say, "Oh yes, I'm going to be the protector. I'm going to you know be the patriot. I'm going to you know." <laughs> give more money to the to the military i'm gonna they, they say the words necessary right to win the trust of these authoritarian followers and to 
to become the authorities that these followers want to follow. Right? They just give them what they want. And that's that's the that's the scary part. And it gets even worse. Because there like any Venn diagram, there's a middle part, right? And that middle part is where you have these these um, authoritarian followers who are actually social dominators. And so they also believe full heartedly, you know, in this fear type of thing that the world is going to come to an end, that they, you know, something has to be done or, you know, we're all going to perish or, you know, um, there's this people that are challenging the status quo and they're going to ruin everything and stuff like that. Right. But they firm, they, they firmly believe that, but they're also dominators. And so they grasp for that power, too, and they can get it so much easier because they truly believe, unlike the social dominators who are not really in that camp, they don't have to fake it, right? They don't, they don't have to pretend. They don't have to be like, oh, I'm trying to figure out what these people want and, and give them what they want. They already are that, you know? <laughs> and so it, it's just natural for them. And these are the real scary types because these folks, you know, feel self-righteous, right? And here's another thing, too. Uh, many of the followers, like I said, um, do not have self-awareness, but they are self-righteous, right? The authoritarian followers often talk talk about how um, oh, it's the left people, left left-line people that are self-righteous about you know um, social justice or anything like that. But <laughs> the right-wing people are just as self-righteous, if not more so, because they have this idea of how the world should work. And they want everybody to, you know, appeal to that, to that ideal, to those traditions, whether it be religion or, you know, certain political stance or a certain moral, you know, philosophy or whatever, right? But these social dominators, they are self-righteous and they have the power, they have the, the, the ambition, the desire to use that, right? To become <laughs> the, the chosen ones, to become the ones that are going to save the world, so it's it's scary man it's terrifying so yeah that was a very interesting video and like i said this is not just you know an attack on right wingers or anything like that i've said this many times in my podcast before but i think you know conservatism is a very important part of you know what it means to be human as well as you know progressive progressivism whatever you call it liberalism whatever you know all of these are different aspects of what it means to be human the problem in our society today is that too many of these ideas, number one, have been have been smushed into just two sides, into seeming like it's a binary, either you're with us or against us, either you're you know right or left, either you're you know liberal or, or conservative, which is dumb because there's far more ideas out there. <laughs> you know, most people most people in the liberal camp, for instance, can't agree on <laughs> on the the different types of things that they believe in. M- many people in the in the conservative camp can't really agree on like there's neo-nazis and then there's people who think nazis are terrible you know it's 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 so vast but that's the problem of our you know um of our political system right it smushes all these ideas into just two binaries which is very dumb number two it it very much appeals right to that fear it very much is open 
to social dominators who have the ambition and desire to gain power and then rewards, like I said yesterday in the WeWork video, rewards those social dominators for their arrogance, rewards them for their their um, narcissism. It rewards that because it, it says it says, "Oh, you're confident. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what to do to make change." And so we're going to give you this trust. We're going to give you this influence. We're going to give you this power, this money, and we're going to trust anything you do, pretty much anything you do, right? And so long as nobody questions them, you know, they can do whatever they want. And even if people do question them, so long as they have enough people who believe in them, they can do whatever they want. That's the problem of today's politics. It has become uh, a sick, disgusting game of deathly proportions. <laughs> Where you only have two teams and they see the, each other as mortal enemies. And both teams, but especially one side, appeals to that fear, uses that fear as a weapon to gain more power. So, yeah, that was a, that was a very eye-opening video. There's a lot more that we can, you know, get into this. Like I said, it was that hour-long video, and I highly suggest you go and check it out. Um, but yeah, like crazy stuff. But I, I, I really think, you know, we can do so much better. Like I said, most of this stuff is, is, is not insurmountable. Right? This is why I do so much to learn about human nature learn about psychology to learn about history because it shows us you know that these things are not intractable you know these things are compatible like many other societies over these last hundreds thousands of years have come combated you know these ideas they they've recognized this problem of you know power seekers and you know followers and all this other stuff and they created systems to combat that to proactively, you know, solve those problems. So I think we can do the same. We just have to recognize these things and, you know, want to do something about it and do it. <laughs> but anyways, just to wrap this up, got much to do today to prepare for my uh, retreat. I go rented a little car so I'm gonna go uh drive out there because it's gonna be way too expensive to get a, a lift back and forth um but that's the other thing so crazy man just the other like was it earlier this week I was talking about you know money problems and boom I finally got my taxes back and this is a good little amount finally got my taxes back and it was just it's just weird to me that <laughs> I didn't even make that much last year, right? I think I made less than $20,000 the entire year. And that was more than I made in 2019 because, you know, <laughs> for the PPP, you know, the unemployment and all that stuff. I was actually getting paid more last year during the pandemic than I was when I was actually working. <laughs> um, but they took so much of the taxes that when I got that back this year, 
it's a good amount. Like, I could save a lot of this and use it towards, you know, um, getting a, my own place eventually when I finally get a stable income coming in. I'm definitely going to do that. But it, it just frustrates me so much because, like, why are they taking so much taxes? Out of, out of people who don't make a lot of money. Like I said, I made less than 20000 last year. I made less than 20000 and yet maybe a good, you know, what, 25, 20% of that was in the taxes, roughly. I'm like, why? <laughs> we have no idea how these taxes are being used, where it's going to. And they send so much of it back. I'm just like, <laughs> and that's the thing. The only reason why we get, you know, tax, um, what do you call it? Or you get these taxes back. It's not like you're getting the taxes that you paid back. It's that they took too much. They took too much. And then, you know, they, they somehow calculate these numbers and give you back what they, what they, what you overpaid. And that just, that just strikes me as so stupid and inefficient like how is it that every single year for the last i don't know 20 30 40 50 how long has it been has we have we been having tax uh um what's, what's this called tax back i don't know why i forget the name but you know when you get your taxes back your tax returns goodness tax returns like how long has this been happening like i've only been you know um doing my taxes for the last couple of years since i've had a regular job but every time I think about it, I'm just like, this is weird, y'all. Like, nobody see, don't, nobody thinks this is weird. Like, you pay, <laughs> you get paid, and a good portion of your paycheck is automatically taken out. Automatically taken out. You have no say in how much gets taken and, and, and for what or where it's used. And then at the end of the year, you know, you file your taxes, and then for some reason... They, they realize that they took too much and give you your tax returns to give you the, <laughs> a portion of it back. So I'm just like, if you, if you would have just calculated correctly or made it easier like they do in, in the Netherlands, you know, made it easier to actually do your taxes, then we wouldn't have this problem in the first place. And th this is the problem because the mail system, right, the mail and the, the, the IRS, you know, their government system, the website, you know the, the the call center all of it is overloaded like every single time you try to see what's going on with the irs it's it's a it's it's a hot damn mess right like i, I try to get i try to figure out my tax return because i was supposed to have this like early in the year right but the reason it's so late is because i could not contact them and they said something was wrong with my taxes but i had i didn't know what Turns out it was just a verification thing. They just needed to see my ID or whatever. But I, I tried to call them the whole past couple of few months. And every single time I called, oh, we're full. Call back later. They don't say when. They don't say when. They might be, you know, not full or whatever, right? It's just, it's just a mess. And then I finally, you know, um, called a different number. It was not disclosed on their website, but luckily my the person who helps my family with their taxes showed me this number, so I can call my local tax filing, you know, folks to schedule an appointment. Actually, no, 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 no. She gave me a number to schedule an appointment, 
which was different from the number on the IRS, on my local IRS, um, you know, company, organization. So if you go online to the IRS, um, you know, they have different numbers. And if, if you try to go to a facility, like IRS facility in your local area, that is a different number. They're all different. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Luckily, she gave me this number. I scheduled a, a, a appointment, which was a month out for some reason. Because when I finally went to the IRS, it was empty. <laughs> it was pretty much empty. So I'm, I'm just, they're clearly overworked. And most of this reason is because they're inefficient. Like, they make it extremely difficult to do your own taxes. And of course, you know, the biggest problem with billionaires, like, again, I've, I've mentioned this before, but I don't, I, don't, I don't see an issue with people being billionaires. The biggest problem is that these people know some, some, somehow know the secrets to the game, right? That they can eliminate pretty much all of their taxes, Right, like Jeff Bezos pays almost zero dollars in taxes. In fact, they probably get deductions and and um, you know extra government money. How is that? Like how how have we created a system in which the poorest people or the middle income people have to struggle just to do you know their freaking citizens' uh, rights? You know, just to do their citizens do and and pay their taxes and help the community. You know, it's it's difficult to do that. And while meanwhile, people who are super rich can just hire people, you know, companies, entire organizations, huge fleets of, you know, <laughs> uh, lawyers and tax people to pretty much pay nothing. Pretty much pay nothing. And people will say, oh, they're they're philanthropists. They're helping out. But how are they helping out? Like who who where's that money going? How, you know, it's it's actually solving any problems. I mentioned this before. I'll keep this short because I mentioned it so many times, but if if you created if you became a billionaire, right, through supposedly giving value to this to the world, right? Supposedly creating so much innovation and technology that changes the world for the better, supposedly, then why is it so difficult for you to give that money away in a way in a, in a manner in which it's efficient at actually making positive change? That's my problem with philanthropy. As they claim they're giving so much money to nonprofits and things like that, to charities, but what progress has been made with those charities? Why has no no billionaires as I know so far has created some sort of system in which makes it easy to support charities and to see you know what progress they're making without making without forcing those charities, right? To have to jump through more hoops. Because like I mentioned before, many smaller charities have to jump through a whole bunch of hoops just to get a little bit of money. And they live on a year-by-year basis, so of course they can't make much of a difference. So why isn't all these people who have so much money, who are giving so much money to, to, to charities, actually developing software or other systems to make that system more efficient? Right? If you're, if you're supposed to be this innovative you know, person who created Amazon or Microsoft or anything like that, right? Why is it that these people can't use the same level of talent and gumption that they use to create their companies to make the, the charity and philanthropy business, you know, more effective, more efficient, more impactful? 
It should be way easier than it is if all these millionaires and billionaires are putting so much money into charities. It really should. If I can think about these problems, why can't they? And maybe, maybe I'm just simplifying it. Maybe I don't understand. Maybe I'm just too naive. Maybe that's true, right? But still. It was naive and stupid and, and, and impossible, people thought, to create something like Amazon. Right? To create personal computers on everybody's desks. All of these visions were seen as impossible, crazy, naive, whatever. So maybe I am naive and crazy and simple, simple-minded, but so were these companies that that created billion-dollar companies. So were these. <laughs> so what's the what's the what's the difference? I think the difference is that they're not truly motivated. They don't really care. And maybe I, I'm I'm just assuming. Like I said, I don't have a problem with billionaires themselves. I just have a problem with this individualism, this idea that these people are so much better at what they do, and yet can't solve these simple problems of charities and and philanthropy and and the tax system and actually making our everyday lives better, not just more convenient for leisure items or for simple items, but better on on a fundamental level. Yes, it's cool that I can order anything from across the world. You know, a touch of of a button on Amazon. But if it's harder for local for local companies to create you know their own businesses if it's harder for you know the everyday person to get a, a sustainable job like they can't even work at like the turn rate at Amazon is so abysmal that you hear all these stories about it like, is it really making a positive difference This is why I'm constantly struggling with this idea of capitalism. It's just like... We, we claim that it's making a difference. We claim that it, we're doing so much better than we were before. And yet, when you actually look at how our lives are, right? If, when you actually look at how our communities are. When you look into history, you see the difference between how close communities were before and how terrible they are now. You really wonder, is all this progress really positive? You can do the wrong thing really, really well, but you're still doing the wrong thing. It's still a mistake. If you set the wrong goal, it doesn't matter how well you accomplish that goal. It's a mistake. You went down the wrong path. You could be running full mail. You could build an entire airplane to go down that wrong path. It's still the wrong path. So please tell me somebody like. How is. How, is this really the best we can do? Like it's, is capitalism. Really. The best we can do. Is, is it really. Making the positive change that we want to see. Yeah we have cars and houses and. And running water and stuff like that. But at what cost? It just it just really bothers me. You know? <sighs> but anyways. It is what it is. You know, we just try to do better. Just gotta do better. This is why I this is why I do this 
podcast once again <laughs> ask these questions and to think about these things and you know hopefully expose other people to these ideas so if more people are asking questions because that's that's another thing they point out in that authoritarianism video is that it, it doesn't take a whole lot to break people out of this cycle of following you know um social dominators and all this other stuff like it only takes a, a small amount of people to begin questioning things and to, <laughs> to question whether or not that authority figure is really you know doing what they say they're doing and all this other stuff for the followers and for other people to also question it to also be like oh yeah yeah wait wait you know because <laughs> that's the thing like there's nothing wrong with being a follower like we need followers we need people i'm a follower of a lot of people right we need these people to actually do things right <laughs> like you can't have a whole bunch of leaders like you said uh like the like the, the old saying too many too many uh chefs in the kitchen right you need people to eat the food you need people to you know follow the rules and need people to you know to just want to have a regular life or whatever but if we want to make sure that people are going in the right direction then we need more people to question things we need more people to be like huh i'm not sure if this is the right way you see that doubt and then the followers should be like oh somebody's unsure huh if it's just one person they'd be like huh uh, whatever but if it's, you know, two, three, four out of a group of ten, then the other followers should be like, huh, wait, what's going on? Like, I want to make sure I'm on the right side here, right? Might hear you out. You can shift direction. So you don't need everybody, you know, to become this, this super skeptical and all this other stuff. You just need a few people to question things and you need people to be open to those things to not see those questionings as as the working of the enemy or the devil right that's the other problem that's a huge problem as to why a bipolitical system or a religious system or a you know even a meritocratic system is inherently flawed because it allows or rather it disencourages it disallows it you know does not encourage people to to question things and to be open to other people questioning things because if there's so many question things who was on the wrong side who's on the other side then their 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 questions are not you know allowed their questions are not even given the the light of day they just see that as the work of the devil or just a just a stupid person or just you know the the, the left or whatever right we need people to be open just a little bit open to other experiences and to other people and to realize that we all are humans trying to figure this this game of life out and if we really want to live a better life we have to leave the space open for people to question what a better life is and we have to reduce <laughs> we have to reduce the space for people to to people to dominate and, and claim that this is the right way and that that is the right way and if you don't follow me then you're you know evil if you don't follow me then you're not a patriot if you don't follow me then you're whatever right we, we need to close that space a little bit a lot of it really <laughs> we need to close that space and open the space for a little bit more openness to experiences you know openness to ideas and openness to just being human 
It's a lot we got to do. But I'm, I'm, I'm willing to, you know, to learn. And uh, hopefully go towards a better direction. There's something else I watched yesterday, but I, f I can't forget. I can't remember right now. All this other stuff is on my mind. Maybe I'll make another episode. Probably not. Just keep it here. But goodness. Like I said, once again, watch that video, please. It's very good. Um, There's a little a little part about, I think it's called Mildred's experiment or something. The, the shock experiment. Um, take that one, especially with a huge grain of salt. Because it's been shown that that experiment is, has not, was not, you know... Um, well done. It's not a, not a great example of scientific process, and they they smudged a lot of results and a lot of the the process. So when he talks about that part, you can you know kind of either skip past it or just kind of view it with a huge pillar of salt. <laughs> um, but the rest is 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 pretty nice. Um, not just nice, but you can do it yourself, right? <laughs> that's the, that's the thing with good science is that you can test it out yourself you can follow the procedures that they did and you can reproduce the results right and if you don't get the same results then it shows there's a there's a problem with the procedures or with the or with the hypothesis and so you can make changes and that's how you know you know what's better or what's worse um, i forgot to point this out but an interesting thing is that with a lot of these right-wing authoritarian followers you know um they they don't use logic very well right they agree with anything that sounds right and kind of ignore the logic that you use to get there. If the logic was faulty, as long as the, if the conclusion sounds right, they'll still stick with the conclusion. <laughs> but if the logic is, you know, so they don't, they don't care about the logic. And that's, that's problematic because, once again, if we care about people who think clearly and people who are like critical thinking, you know, as they say all the time nowadays, like if you care about these things, then you care about how people got to that, to that, um, area to that conclusion and so you know with these when you're watching this video if you see these if you have doubts about you know the logic or the the the, the conclusion or anything like that then do it yourself you know he, he lays out pretty pretty well and he has a lot of sources so you can take those apply them to yourself you know um test your people your family your friends and things like that and see for yourself that's, that's the beauty of, of science. It doesn't matter what you believe, you know, <laughs> what you believe is right. If the, if the procedures are solid, you'll always kind of come to the same conclusion. And that shows you that there's, uh, there's some truth there. Anyways, like I said, got to end it. And uh, thanks as always for listening. And uh, have a great day. See you. Bye-bye.